Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. And welcome to the show. It's come to my attention that out of the last month or so, I've been on the road at least 17, 18 days, quite a few days, uh, well over half the month. And I mean, I have been just running. It's been crazy out there, uh, fighting bad guys, pushing freedom. Uh, we're working on developing you know, some, some foundational stuff for the parallel economy. And no, I'm not talking about another stupid web store that everybody says is going to be a parallel economy. A web store will never be a parallel economy. It'll be a web store. And it can be a part of a parallel economy, but no economy is actually based on a single store. Uh, it's just uh, Amazon is not an, its own economy. It's just a big web store. So I don't think we're going to do it with that, but we're working on all that. And I got some high hopes for what we're doing. I can't wait to unveil the details. It'll be a very big de- deal. And, uh, you know, so with all the travel, I've unfortunately had to miss quite a few shows. And there's nothing I can do, right? I always have to balance what I do here in the media with what I have to do as an attorney, uh, you know, consultant, all these different things, all these different hats I have to wear. And there's only 24 hours in a day. So uh, it's been exceedingly busy and exceedingly good. And so I come back and I'm thinking about what are we going to do today? And I start looking at the headlines and I mean, holy God! What is, what in what in the world is going on? So, uh, I I I talk to my diversity hire to make sure that I get the true uh, the true perspective. We got to have a diverse perspective here, right? So I, I have to, you know I call my we got our DEI initiative because we are at the Tom Rand Show the foundation of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, in fact, it's so much so that I, I hired producer Andrea specifically as a diversity hire. Um, and, uh, and, oh, and in fact, what, what, what are your pronouns today? Are you, uh, are you a, a she male, uh, a, a cow, a pickle? Uh, what, what are you? Ooh, a pickle. What, what would you call me if I was a pickle? <laughs> green? I don't Perfect. know. Well, green green doesn't i don't know if that's really a pronoun it's more of an adjective but it adjective. could be a pronoun yeah. we're teaching a lot of like english language fundamentals here on the show yeah, yeah. well i mean so an adjective <laughs> describes a noun is like a person place or a thing for any of you mm-hmm. that don't remember third grade english yeah yeah and uh you know uh, an adjective is is a word that describes a noun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so so for those of you that uh that don't remember this, and, you know, whereas a pronoun tends to stand in the place of a noun, you know, he, she, you know, yeah. uh, you know that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. since we're redefining things, because it used to be that they was a plural noun described, you know, that, that describes multiple people. Now we're using they to describe a singular person with multiple personality disorder, mm-hmm. uh, where there's like more than one person in someone's head, you know, I guess, uh, the voices. Um, I might be, I might be causing trouble here, folks, but, um, you know, now we're redefining these things. So why can't we say that green is being Mm -hmm. redefined rather than a, uh, adjective? It is a pronoun describing you because you identify as a pickle. I love it. I mean, when I was a unicorn, you called me pony during the show, which I'm sure. Yeah. Wasn't confusing for anyone. No, historically that would have been a noun. 
Yeah, or or a descriptor, it could, you know, it could have been describing a type of a horse, you know, a pony type oh horse. Oh my goodness! Um, but but you know, I mean, uh, I think in this case, I mean, let's just say that green is a pronoun now. I like it. Describing like someone it. who identifies as a pickle. Absolutely. Why not? And if you could identify as a cat and no one's supposed to judge you, why couldn't you identify as a pickle? Yeah, if you can be a furry. I mean, I was just thinking as you were speaking, remember the the South Park episode from a long, long time ago where wasn't it like one of the dads identified as a dolphin or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I, always, like, shows like that, especially South Park, Simpsons and other ones have always done this thing where they're like, you know, five, ten years before. Like yeah. they, they know yeah. what's coming and they just lay it out in a show. And then like five years later, you're like, oh my gosh, they did an episode on that. So, I mean, he was a dolphin. Yeah. Remember yeah, he even I'm, got surgery? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, well, and what's <laughs> wrong with that? Right. I mean, if he wants to identify as a dolphin, I suppose he can. He yeah. can I mean, we are, we are progressive here. Right? We, we embrace DEI here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we do. Uh, yeah, we were very inclusive to people who identify as dolphins. I mean, you identify as a pickle today. <laughs> Um, have you aborted any baby pickles? You know, those little, I think that's the one (laughs) miniature. I mean, I think that's the one requirement you always have on my daily pronoun is that I'm having five abortions on top of we, we, we can't shim they Z self. Well, we always have to know your abortion status because you can't have a totally diverse perspective unless you've killed a baby. Yeah, that's true. If you That's haven't true. killed a baby, how could you possibly understand what it means to to know the joy of murdering an in, innocent infant? This is true. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, I just want to make sure uh, that that that's you know recognized because if today you identify as someone that has killed a baby, then you should be recognized for it so that we can high five you. I mean, oh, I just. Gosh. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you know those little miniature pickles, like the I don't, they're like the what are they, the bread and yeah, butter pickles? Delicious, yeah, they, they are. And since yeah, no, not bread and butter. Bread and butter, like they can be sliced, but you're talking about the oh, those are ones. sweet ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the little miniature, maybe they're I like know. cocktail what pickles. Are, what are the little ones called? Yeah, they're cocktail pickles, but I think they have a name. There's no one's putting it in the chat. Someone needs to put it in the chat for us because. Yeah, we need to. If anybody knows what the what those little, <laughs> the tiny, little pickles, the mini pickles are called, mm-hmm. and and please don't give anybody's name and say they've got a little pickle. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, the show's gone. Those down are like now. my favorite thing on the char- charcuterie boards. You know the pickles. They they're good. I do like the pickles. I like uh I like olives. Baby gherkins. That's what they are. Baby gherkins. Yeah. <laughs> someone told us. Bic yeah fifty told us. Thank you. I knew they yeah. had a name. Baby Gherkins. There you go. Well, we're going with that. Uh, <laughs> Gherkins. Uh, yeah. Big Mike's Baby Gherkin. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, boy. There's so many places I can go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, so Baby Gherkins aside, uh, I mean, yeah, we just need to establish that you are a, a true uh, diversity hire who has aborted baby gherkins um, in your quest to become a large gherkin. Um, And and, uh, I don't know, we're just going with that. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So we, we are, we are truly diverse. And uh, so, you know, we come back and I I ask uh, producer Andrea, you know, what what do you think? And so we're, we've got a bit of a, uh, a light and fruity show today. 
Um, I'm known for being light and fruity and, uh, and, and happy and, and cheery and not at all serious or intense. So we wanted to do a bit of a light and fruity show and address some, some fun issues like gay porn in the Capitol or fatty McFatness um, and, and other issues. Speaking of, of I, uh, okay, so this is actually going to be a part of the show. Um, but, uh, you know, speaking of fat people with mental illnesses that hear voices and, and all sorts of other things, um, uh, just want to remind you all of this beauty. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. This is, uh, the fat transgender influencer who cried in an Uber because she was rejected by men in clubs. I can't understand why that... (laughs) Um, somehow men didn't find that attractive. I, I, (laughs) I'm just saying folks. That's because it's a fat man. Uh, uh, dress beyond that. There's something else going on there. It's very scary. Uh, uh, I didn't ask if you were a gay pimp today, (laughs) but well, diversity hires. I mean, come on, we're just gonna, uh, we're just gonna assume. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going with it. I mean, mm-hmm. just let me ask you as a diversity hire and a gay pickle. Um <laughs> look, this here, um I mean, if you were in a if you were in a club, and I think both you and I are officially too old to actually spend time in clubs, but if you were as a younger gay pickle, uh in a club, I mean, is that what you're looking for? I mean, would would you have been one of the mean people to reject that beauty? Uh, I, I'm just saying that I, I, you know, uh, I mean, she- I mean, I mean, here's the thing is even if that him, her, you know, whatever their pronouns are it is was beautiful. Cause there's, I mean, honestly, there's, there's transvestite, you know, LGBTQ community people that do that, that actually can be pretty convincing. We see like the pageant winners and stuff like that. Just the, the, like, audacity to be upset, like, to post something like that, even as a beautiful, like, you know, pageant winner, I still don't like where that's coming from. Like, why would that person post on their social media, I'm so upset because I didn't get hit on tonight? Like, who does this? This is not (laughs) beyond what the person actually looks like. Even that behavior is disgusting. I guess the sad part is, is that if if this, if this (laughs) is crying every time it's not getting hit on by men in clubs. That poor creature is spending a lot of time in tears. Oh my goodness. And I think Dylan Mulvaney has done that too, right? Dylan Mulvaney, I think a a while back was complaining that, you know, she's so beautiful. She doesn't understand why men aren't just kind of falling all over her all the time. And again, let's put that in. Because she has a wiener. (laughs) Exactly. But let's put that in perspective of even if you were Cindy Crawford and you were posting that, it's a weird thing to be talking about. It's stupid to talk about. It it, it makes you look bad. Even if you're a supermodel, you don't go on. If you were a supermodel like Cindy Crawford and you went on your social media and you're like, I am so upset because I was in a club tonight and no guys hit on me. Like, who's going to feel sorry for you? Like, crying in a river? Like, what? Let's let's, let's be realistic here. Um, during her prime and uh, and such, Cindy Crawford was not leaving a club thinking, boy, I wish I could find someone to hit on me. <laughs> this um, is true. I just think the conversation itself is disgusting. Yeah. It, now, now, 
I mean, we're you know, there is a reality that uh, uh, you know. Uh, well, like, I don't want to raise my not getting hit on, just not going to ever. I wouldn't want to raise my daughters to live that way. Don't go out to a club and come home sad because you didn't get enough attention. That's what's wrong with our society. Now, there's Again, a whole other level of... Just reminding you. Just reminding you. Am I being mean here? Am I embracing the world, kindness? The world we live in is so scary. I'm embracing kindness here. I mean, listen, I, I'm just... But this, I'm actually going somewhere with this, right? Right. So uh, there were a few articles, and uh, they were talking about fat influencers. And uh, th- you know that one, that particular creature always kind of stands out in my mind for, for for being a fat influencer because that one just seems to be special. But you know, uh, I ran a Google search, and you can see right here. So this, where where I found this creature was, I ran a Google search, and I remember this one from because we talked about her before, but I ran a Google search, fat is beautiful influencers. And then I clicked on images and this is what came up. And so apparently um, this person thinks that, that uh, well, this was a funny fat woman. I don't know if she's a, you know, but um, you know, uh, fat po- positive activists, right? So this, I mean, I'm sure she's getting hit on regularly by something. Um, uh, yeah, this, and let's see what else have we got here. Um, oh, 30 plus size influencers. There's one. I mean, that's sexy or something. Um, let's just click on this. Let's see what you got here. Let's see. We're, we're searching real time. I, I haven't looked at this website. Oh, these are the, the, the plus size fashion influencers. They're going to take our, our fashion to new heights. Okay. I need to comment on this. Um, holy God. <laughs> that that mouth is probably the right size. Um, that one looks relatively normal. Just chubby. This. I mean, does anybody want to look like these? Is this the goal? I mean, oh, some of the, this is special here, folks. I mean, so what we're doing here for anybody listening on the radio is we're looking at pictures of uh, plus size influencers, and you can check us out on Rumble or, or uh, X or you know we because we broadcast this in several spots. But what we're showing is we're showing pictures of people who are clearly attractive influencers who. Uh, as we can see here, love being fat, um, you know, because it says love being fat. And uh, the reason that we're doing that is that there's a, there was a headline today, and it says healthy at any size influencers are literally dying. What? No. How could that be? There's no be? correlation with being overweight and having health complications no it's, zero scientific correlation no clearly i mean and you want and you're racist too remember there was the yeah if you don't like fat you're racist yeah because they talked about the whole being black and having yeah. curves and so if you like an athletic build that makes you automatically racist 
Obviously, because Obviously. it's not racist to call black people fat. That came out of the academic world. I think that was Arizona yes. State. I can't remember. Yeah, well, I think it was Arizona State. And mm-hmm. they decided that black people are all fat, which isn't racist at all. Exactly. That, right. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, is, God bless the black community who see this and call it out. Because I've, I've seen Candace Owens and other people call this out. I mean, they're... They call out racism, racism, and they're being the racists. Like CRT is so racist, it literally it's, says it. It's absurd. It says it says, "Judge me by my my looks." <laughs> yeah. Well, well. So let's look at this. So right, you've got this this healthy at any size influencers dying, and let me show you. So you've got this. Uh, this is healthy on Cosmo. Uh, followed by uh, Spanish actress, whatever her name is, who fought against fat phobia is dead. Um, you got, uh, there's one down here. This one's funny to me. Where's this guy at? Look, look at this dude. I mean, he, this man, there's a picture of a guy here, and I'm pretty sure uh, this guy just had his first Twinkie of the day. He's so excited looking. I think he's just, he looks like he's about to burst. Um, but you go ooh, down, ooh. what, what in the, there is another one. I mean, this, this, this creature looks like she ate the person that ate a bowling ball. Um, I mean, just, and let's be real clear here. Right. And, you know, I've had my moments, uh, where I've been fat. I mean, I was COVID fat. I got mm-hmm. COVID fat. When I met you, you were COVID fat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, you we, judge me. I mean, we all gain weight. Well, yeah. I know you judged me a lot when you met me. I remember you yeah. like, hey, yeah, fat I told, boy. I told you uh, you got to get in shape. Yeah. yeah. Um, producer Andrea, his first words to me were, hey, Tom, pleased to meet you. You're fat. Actually, that's none of that's true. None of that's even sort of true, but it sounds funny to me. Um, but, you know, so we've got this. We've got a Daily Mail uh, thing showing, you know, a bunch of fat people that have died uh, from being fat and probably from getting vaccinated because if you're vaccinated and fat, that's a pretty good death sentence. Yeah, diabetes. I mean, that's the thing with being diabetic and a lot of other health complications when you're overweight. But if you are overweight and you have a stomach, a large stomach in front of you, like the, that whole anatomy, it it means you're diabetic. You don't have to go get tested. And you can do research on this. And again, I follow Dr. Sean Baker in the carnivore world. There's literally a body type that you can look at and know that that person's diabetic. You've made yourself diabetic if you're that overweight. And diabetes is going to kill you. Well, and so it's a big deal, right? So, and, And I'm actually, believe it or not, outside of just finding it funny to make fun of these fatties, um... That's so mean. I can't believe you told me to say that. Uh, It's in the show notes here that you wrote. And it says, Andrea says making fun of fatties is fun. Actually, that's not true either, folks. Um, Anyways, uh, yeah, as I look at this, it's just, it's unbelievable. You know, I mean, this is really, this is about a lack of willingness to accept personal responsibility for anything. Right. When I I was COVID fat, it was 100% my fault. It was because I ate crappy and didn't work out enough, and it was uh, it was unhealthy. It really was. I had less energy. Uh, my stress levels were worse than they usually are, which is phenomenal. And uh, it just, I didn't feel as good. I was sore. I was achy. My body was beat up. I just felt like crap, right? And I spent most of my adult life in very good shape, um, but I got COVID fat. My fault. 
Okay, so this is a big deal. And personal responsibility is really where I'm going with all this because I'm going to tie it in with some more things. But before I do, I want to tell you, uh, we need support, right? We need everybody to go to TomRens.com. I need 100,000 people to commit to $20 a month. That's one Starbucks a week. If we can get to 100,000 people giving us one Starbucks a week, $5 a week, 20 bucks a month, we can unleash lawfare on a massive scale. You're supporting our show. You're supporting our work. You're supporting our efforts. But we want to expand what we're doing. We want to do more. We want to fight harder. We, you know, we, we just, all I care about is freedom. We need your help to do it. You have to click share on this. You have to share the America Out Loud Network, share the TomRens.com and the Tom Runs Show. Uh, we need you to push what we're doing. But we need you to go to TomRens.com or GiveSendsGo slash RensLaw. TomRens.com or GiveSendGo slash RensLaw and just commit 20 bucks a month. 20 bucks a month or whatever you can. If we get 100,000 people doing it, it's game-changing. We've got to continue to build the residual monthly gift type thing. It keeps us on the air. It allows us to promote lawfare. It allows us to file lawsuits. It allows us to do everything. People can't afford to hire a thousand dollar an hour, you know, attorney. They can't even afford to hire a three hundred dollar an hour attorney. There's no way that any normal person can file the lawsuits that need to be filed because they're too expensive. And unfortunately, I can only do so many things at once. I need to be able to hire other lawyers to do that. I have to pay them. This isn't complicated and it's not a grift. I can't pay their wages if I don't have money to pay that with. So we do this show, we do these things to crowdfund this so that we can keep fighting. It's not a complicated thing. Our business model's out there, we share it, and we're real honest about it. Yes, we're asking for money. We're doing it so that we can continue to fight. If you support us, you know, say a prayer. If you don't have any money, say a prayer. We always welcome those. But, you know, do what you can. Get our books, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays, CBDCs, Why They Matter, and other essays, both available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold, uh, and help us promote what we're doing. Tom Ron's show, on the America Out Loud Network, on Rumble, on X, online. You know, just follow us, support us, click share. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill, it's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out americaoutloud.shop, look for ASEA Cell Signaling Molecules Liquid Supplement, and check out Nurse Michelle's recent favorite ASEA product, Renew 28 Revitalizing Redox Gel, because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when I broke my hip. Give it a try for your aches and pains and let Nurses Out Loud hear how your health has improved. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Let me let me move on to uh, you know we we've discussed the unwillingness to accept responsibility for actions, and you know it's one thing to talk about it in terms of just being a fatty. It's another thing entirely. Uh, with with this story from uh, well, the U.S. Senate, right? Okay, so headline. Leftist hacks blame conservative news for noticing Senate staffer filmed gay porn. All right. Um, Folks, I'm going to stop here and give producer Andrea some massive, massive credit. Uh, Producer Andrea does many things well, and today did something I was pretty exceedingly proud of. Um, she created something that was spectacular. Uh, here it is. This is the show thumbnail for the day. (laughs) I love this because we have, I don't really know what that thing is, but a really fat, terrifying creature. And then because we started out with why, you know, fat is beautiful question mark. And then over here, over here. We have an image from the porn that was filmed in the U.S. Capitol. I mean, at one of the hearing rooms for the U.S. Senate. This dude was filming this. And I want to I analyze what producer Andrea did when she created this graphic. Right? <laughs> um, you see the disco ball, because for some reason, it seems like every time I see something like gay dancing and parties, there's always a disco ball. And this is 100% from her creative genius brain. So we get the disco ball, and then 
because it would have been inappropriate to show this gay guy's rear end, uh, she was brilliant and covered it with a picture of the Capitol Dome, right? So that instead of, you know, whatever else may have been going in this guy's rear end, uh, she, she covered it with the Capitol Dome, which may or may not be phallic. Um, but I just found this to be one of the best graphics ever. Uh, the graphic itself is worth sharing and uh, just quite spectacular. So I want to congratulate producer Andrea uh, for using her skills as a diverse woman to, uh, to really uh, you know, move the ball down the field in terms of uh, DEI initiatives and acceptance of people on this. Um, I have to admit the Capitol Dome was someone else's genius because I pulled that from the web off of, off of like a mainstream article. The Capitol Dome has been on his, his bum for a few days, but, but I must say never in my life did I think I would wake up early to make a graphic like that. <laughs> you, when you, so when you were, you know, a, a young child in school thinking about your dreams yeah, my, in the future, my dream job would you be... weren't thinking that you were going to wake up early and make a graphic uh, uh, with some, <laughs> some gay guy getting a dome up his rear in the Capitol. And uh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I as I was you... making the graphic, I just couldn't help but be astonished at the world that we're living in. <laughs> because let's talk about this gay porn. I kept thinking... This wasn't the only time he did this. You think he really got caught the first time? It looks like he's really comfortable there. It looks yeah, like I've, they've possibly done this many times. Like now when you go to the Capitol, Mr. Renz, and you go uh, to testify, you might wonder what's been happening in that. I'm room. going to ask for the, you know, those Purell, Purell wipes that they <laughs> hand you when you get on the airplane so you can wipe down. Like, I don't care about COVID this so much. not be the first time this has happened. I wonder if, I, you know what, next time I go to the Capitol, I'm bringing a black white. Oh, no, don't, don't. I'm going to a black light just to black, make sure where I'm sitting. on the Capitol in general, all of D.C.? Ugh. I oh, really, gosh. I wonder if I can get someone to invite me to a hearing so they can come down there and just show up with a black light. Like, hey, just uh, want to check before I start testifying. Does anybody want me to check their seat? Our friend Bic Yeah 50 in the chat said take hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's when you do wear your mask. Wear, wear one of those plastic yeah, like biohazard suits. Uh, going to the Capitol, that might make sense. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Headline, leftist hacks blame conservative news for noticing. I mean, apparently, you know, we're, we're supposed to just ignore the fact that this, <laughs> this Democrat staffer was uh, yeah. you know, doing gay porn mm-hmm. in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, high fives to you. I, you know. That has to be a campaign violation, by the way, because we get campaign violations if we do ads and commercials on government building property like that. So, I mean, if you're making money off of your <laughs> off of your gay porn site by filming in the Capitol, you think that has to be something, right? Yeah, I mean, I just... I guess that's okay. I, I just... I mean, I just don't know what to say about this. Whole you can't thing. ask for campaign donations, but you can film your porn there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the uh, the uh, Gateway Pundit has a great little blurb on this, and uh, I just uh, this uh, they've got a great blurb on this. I'm gonna play. Actually, I think I want to play a little bit of this because this is kind of funny to me. Um, 
So this is from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, here we go. And it kind of speaks for itself, to be oh, honest. Like Our it. elected officials are no strangers to sex scandals, but this one is cheeky, and I mean literally. <laughs> it turns out that a Democrat Senate staffer was caught having graphic sex with older bear partner in the Capitol office building. What? Uh, this? Okay, hold on, hold on here. Hold on here. I have a question. Is is there is there a type of sex that he could have been having that wasn't graphic? <laughs> I mean, look here. Look at look. I mean, what about that is not graphic? I, I'm just I'm just curious here. Just saying. I just want to go. I mean, I mean, I appreciate what this guy's saying. I don't I don't know Elijah Schaefer, but I mean. And what also does anybody know? Do we have anybody listening? What is an older bear? What what does that mean? Is that a I thing? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, I might want to know because I mean, it might be something that I mean, we try and educate here. Oh, you know, so goodness. people might need to know what what does it mean to be an old bear partner? Um, <laughs> is that like a cougar, but not? Oh. I don't just just curious. Okay, so we're gonna go back to this. Let's let's let Elijah continue talking about his graphic sex. That whatever. We have this story and so much more coming up on the Gateway Pundits Weekend Review. To Schaefer, and as I mentioned, we are talking about some cheeky business, and in this case, the cheeks of one of the Senate staffers who was caught having graphic sex with an older bear partner in the Capitol office building. I won't show you the video because I find it to be too obscene, but it is Thank anal you. penetration and it is pornographic. The Democratic senator deserves to be in some serious hot water after one of his staffers was caught engaging in a highly inappropriate and explicit act in the halls of Congress. This story from the gatewaypundit.com, the spectator broke the explosive story Friday that a young male staffer from Maryland, Senator Ben Cardin, engaged in multiple graphic sex acts with his older boyfriend in the Hart Senate office building. The so-called halls of Congress play a host to plethora of indecent acts every day. But one staffer for Senator Ben Cardin is taking it to new levels. On his public Twitter account of the audacious young twink is comprised almost solely of him in flagrant delicto Wait. with his older bear partner. The images and videos are explicit. Now I'll save you the time and the effort because again, they are absolutely adult rated. They did have actual penetrative anal sex on the tables of the Senate building. Black light. You come home with a pink eye or chlamydia and you swear to your partner. I just went to work. I didn't do anything bad. I just went well, to Congress. Maybe it's because somebody had wiped their genitals on your chair. And I know it's, Honey, honey, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I no, I seriously, there's nothing going on. I just went to Congress. <laughs> okay. Graphic. I know it's disgusting. I'm not going to show you the video, but you shouldn't Thank be you. surprised when it comes to our members of Congress. Now, this is kind of uh, ironic because, as Jim Hoff reported, don't forget that it was uh, Representative Madison Cawthorn reacts to the Capitol's gay sex scandal following his previous revelations about DC orgies. Now. Cawthorn was pushed out of Congress, and it says here that former Representative Madison Cawthorn has made headlines again, this time in reaction to a scandal involving a Capitol staffer. A young male staffer from Maryland, Democrat Senator Ben Cardin, was terminated following allegations of engaging in graphic sexual acts. Now, it's not allegations. This is true in the Hart office building. The staffer, Aiden Mays Zeropsky, a recent college graduate, denied the allegations, claiming they are politically motivated and fabricated. 
But Madison Cawthorn said, I told you so. <laughs> now, this isn't shocking as Madison Cawthorn questioned the orgies and the cocaine-fueled parties. Now, I'm from Los Angeles, and we just called that a Friday back when I was a young adult. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is that we should hold our elected officials to at least the standard of law to which they write. No. And the fact that they don't want public indecent sex and drugs are illegal, you'd expect them to at least follow those laws. No. But of course, we're laughing, right? This is the United States government. Do they really follow their own laws? Of no. course not. But I think Madison Cawthorn is showing because he was primaried for calling that out. Then they end up releasing footage. I don't want to get into it. I don't like public drama. Some things happen in his personal life. Nothing illegal. And they smashed him for it. Because remember, it's not about morality. It's about following the rules. Which, of course, I'm not talking about the not have gay sex in a public Senate office. I'm talking about the rules of rules for thee, but not for me. As in, we do as I say, not as I do, which is Congress's favorite byline. In this case, it's not just bi, it's gay. <laughs> and it happened in the congressional building. Now, speaking of who's getting heat for this, let's talk about this. The Democratic Senator Cardin's word words came back to haunt him after Stafford was fired following the gay porn scandal. Oh, here we and go. And that's saying the very least. If the gay sex scandal rocking the Capitol these days proves nothing else, it shows that to some Democrats, there really is nothing sacred. Yeah, that's the well. message from Maryland Senator Ben Cardin anyway, the now former employer of the man identified as being on the receiving end of the <laughs> anal sex during the romp that was recorded was the catcher. in the Senate hearing room and reported Friday by the Daily Caller. Cardin is a guy who once took to the Senate floor to describe the U.S. Capitol as a sacred place. Yes, but he's singing, right. singing a loyally song now. In a video posted to X, we know about this. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to go down to this. I don't want to watch this. Look, that's the video. No, it's disgusting. It's graphic. We're not going to look at it. But he did say, in quote, that I refer to the U.S. Capitol as a sacred place or space because it's so much more than a building where the Senate and House of Representatives meet and conduct business. It's the embodiment of our ideals, our aspirations, and hopes. He's right. He's right. They're ass-raping the American people on a daily basis. We'll leave it at that. I'm stopping right there because you can't end on a better note. He's right. This is 100% accurate. Uh, it is a place that is the embodiment of their ideals, and their ideals are to ass-rape the American people just like his, uh, this guy. Uh, and Folks, this is, our, this is it. This is where we are. I mean, this is just, it is absurdity on another level, but we're not supposed to, now, we're not supposed to say anything about this, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, these halls are so sacred and hallowed that when people peacefully walked through them, they were called insurrectionists mm -hmm. after they were waved in by the FBI. You know, after the FBI's people broke a few windows and, and caused some trouble and then waved in a bunch of protesters, uh, you know, protesters that they had already shot with rubber bullets and thrown flashbangs at um, these sacred halls. You know, they, it was those people are insurrectionists. Meanwhile, uh, the Democrats are butt ramming each other in their in their office buildings. I mean, what the hell is going on here? But we're mean to be mean about it. I mean, did I just used the word butt ramming. You did. That's I love it. It's fantastic. I hope that, that wasn't. Well, I mean, I can say the word butt. <laughs> and I can say the word ramming. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean. What's sad is this is the world we live in. We can. Have we figured out what a bear is? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I really need to it know. It must what. be an older gay man, like a cougar. It's got to be a thing. Like cougar turned older gay man. Uh, well, Should we ask the audience again? What's, uh, what's I don't a bear? Know. 
We're not hip and cool. No, I'm I'm yeah. old. Yeah, I'm definitely old. Uh, and then we have this headline right here: uh, Kendall Stephens, uh, Philadelphia LGBTQ activist, charged with rape of minors. Uh, when we go down through this, uh, they were people less than 13 years of age. So this black trans mm. woman LGBTQ activist um, uh, is raping children under 13 years of age, apparently, or at least has been accused of it. Um, let's talk about the issue here. So I was at the Reawaken tour this weekend, and I talked a lot about uh, the CIA DOD involvement in the creation of SARS-CoV-2, and that's a foundational issue. The CIA and the Department of Defense did facilitate the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and the vaccines, and they poisoned and uh, you know killed millions of people with that. Now, we can't even deal with or acknowledge a fat person being fat, that it might be unacceptable for you to have a gay orgy in Congress, or that, you know, a, 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 a tranny pervert raping children is not good. We can't accept responsibility for anything. In fact, we're supposed to dance around and pretend that these things that are happening uh, aren't, right? So I'm supposed to look at Dylan Mulvaney I'm supposed to look at uh, at this creature who, yeah, and it's, it, I mean, they're walking around with wieners and I'm supposed to just ignore the fact of the matter that they're dudes dressed like girls. I'm supposed to ignore the fact that, that you know, this pervert's filming porn in Congress. No, no one wants to talk about these issues. Nobody wants to accept responsibility. They want to close their eyes, pretend things aren't happening. How, when we can't deal with things so obvious, are we ever going to deal with the fact that we have our government facilitating the death of millions of people worldwide with bioweapons? How are we going to address these issues? We can't even address the fact that, you know, maybe there's an issue with some perverts filming a porn in Congress. We can't even get headlines on some black tranny activist, whatever, or something, whatever it is, raping children. Yeah. Uh, we can't deal with the fact that a fat person's fat. That fat oh. is not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. These fat influencers, obese influencers are dying, and we can't talk about it. The reality from is. A scientific, real world. Yes. Reality. It's, we, it's, we're outside of reality all the time. We're in a banana republic and everyone's lost their minds. Well, but they have to have this, right? Yeah. yeah. They have to create a situation where we can't deal with reality. Mm-hmm. We have to deny what we're seeing because it's so clear what we're seeing. We have a government at war with we the people. It's been infiltrated and corrupted. There's good people in the government. There's good people in every branch and in every service. But there's a lot of bad people. And they're facilitating bad things. We have a government that is no longer representative of we the people. We have a banana republic. And if we can't even rep- recognize that, you know, this guy's this guy who decided to ha- film a porn in Congress is responsible for his own decisions, that when I was COVID fat, it was my fault, not someone else's, that this fat tranny 
psychopath that didn't get hit on by men in the club, didn't get hit on by men in the club because she's a fat tranny psychopath. I, I mean, until we can recognize reality, how in the hell can we move forward as a nation? And I don't think that, I think the answer is we can't. So the only thing we can do is we have to have people do what I'm doing here. Talk about it, show it, make fun of it, and show that, yeah, I'm going to be called all sorts of names for doing this show. But who cares? Call me names. What are you going to call me, a truth teller? Go ahead. Try it. What did I say that wasn't true here? Have I said one word in this entire broadcast that wasn't true? Only thing I can't prove is that, you know, when I mentioned uh, Michelle Obama's gherkin. But, I mean... I'm, I'm, if we put that to a vote, you know, the American people would side with you. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I acknowledge the fact that I can't prove that. And uh, I also, but we call her Big Mike. Yeah. So well, not I'm not going to investigate what Big Mike's got in his pants or her pants or whatever's pants. I don't really want to know that that much. No, I don't. Um, no. And if it comes down to me being the person that has to investigate it, I can assure you we're never going to know the truth. Um, you know. Uh, but but this is but I mean the re- reality of having men dressed as women. This is the reality: men dressed as women going into women's bathrooms and women's safe places. Yeah, it results in things like that rape, and we have many cases of young people in middle school and high school grades, even elementary schools, where the boys were able to dress like a girl, go into the girls' bathroom, and they did attack and rape female students. I I have tons of those articles. It's happening because the reality is you're allowing a man to dress like a woman and then you're letting him in your little girl's bathrooms. If it's your daughter, are you okay with that? Yeah, that's that's it, right? And I'm not saying that being a transvestite makes you a bad person. I'm not saying that transvestites are raping people, but there's always, there's a reason why as a parent, I wouldn't want that. I have there's boys, just, but if I had a daughter and they were allowing that at their school, and my kids have been homeschooled since the start of this insanity for a reason, I would never let my kid go to a public school if they allowed this kind of stuff to happen. Well, I mean, listen, if you want to pretend to be a girl and you're a dude, that's fine. But if you're whipping your junk out in the girl's bathroom, I got a problem with that, mm-hmm. right? You do what you want to do. I believe in freedom. So you live your life however you want to live it. Just don't interfere with mine. And part of interfering with mine means don't expose. If I, I, I got two sons, but if I had a daughter, I don't want my daughter exposed to your wiener mm-hmm. because you want to dress up as a girl. Frankly, uh, I, and this isn't talked about as much, I don't want some chick going to the bathroom with my boys. Yeah. Well, I mean, even um, when my, my boys were little, you know, when they're at certain ages, I mean, even honestly, even as the ages they are now, I don't like them going into public busy bathrooms alone anyway. And I mean, when you're at places where there's always kids like, you know, water parks and, you know, arcades and bowling alleys and places where they're fun centers, that's where these type of predators lurk around in the shadows and they do lurk around in bathrooms. This is just, again, common sense reality. Predators attack our children where our children are. Well, of course. They so do. now yeah. we've gotten to this crazy point where we're allowing it to become normalized. It's okay for everyone to go into each other's bathrooms. Yeah. And you're you're a mean, 
horrible human being if you're concerned about your kids being in a bathroom, your daughter being in a bathroom where men are also in the bathroom. Like you're and out of your time. mind. And if we can't deal with things like that and just move yeah. on, if yeah, we're going to exactly. get hung up on whether or not we can say that, how are we ever, ever going to deal with our CIA being involved with the creation of COVID and the vaccines? Exactly. We aren't. Folks, I need you to go to TomRens.com, 20 bucks a month. We need 100,000 people to give us 20 bucks a month. It's one Starbucks a week. We've got a fight. We've got a ton happening up through this election. We've got the, all these different things we're working on. We've got issues of southern border, parallel economy, election fraud, COVID, vaccines, the food supply, all these different things. We have to hire more people. We have to be able to pay them. We, the people, can't afford to pay the fees that it costs to hire lawyers and to do these things. The only way to do it is to come together. 20 bucks a month. Go to TomRens.com, 20 bucks a month. Uh, go to Ren's Law, give, send, go. 20 bucks a month. Support us. Buy our books, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays, CBDCs, Why It Matters, and other essays. Share the Time Ren Show, the America Out Loud Network. Share, share, share. Follow us on Twitter, Rumble, everywhere, and help us get the word out. Help us to fight. Help us to free our nation. Help us to be free. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack O Stuff. We got a short stack today. It's a midget stack, if you will, or a dwarf stack or a little person stack. Whatever it is, it's short. It's short. Uh, um, there's probably a number of things. You know, one of our dear friends, we've got a, a wonderful, wonderful friend of ours who, uh, who her name is Frankie. And a shout out to Frankie. Frankie is the best person ever. The Frankie very- Rodriguez. The Frankie. The Frankie Rodriguez. The one and only Frankie. And, uh, you know, 
she was with us helping at the reawaken tour this weekend and uh, we could call it the frankie stack because it's very <laughs> it's very tiny and uh, you know small size like her frankie is one of the tiniest ladies i've ever seen she's just uh i'm pretty sure i can hold her in one hand she's just very very compact uh but a wonderful wonderful woman who does excellent work absolutely brilliant uh, but anyway, we, we call it the, the Frankie stack today because it's kind of short and uh, tiny and you know, quick. Okay. <laughs> Frankie's going to kill me. Uh, it's okay, though. All right. Well, we love Frankie and she does great work. Anyways, um, short stack article number one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Over Uh-oh. 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates will be named in court documents set to be unsealed in the first days of 2024. So we've got 170 of his people, actually, I think 177, uh, are going to get named. Uh, now, here's the deal, folks. Uh, this is a, a, an important story, and I think it's important that this is happening. But if you actually think that the biggest and most important names are going to be amongst that list, i got another thing coming for you. I I'm not sure who's going to be on this, but I'm guessing a lot of these names are going to be just completely irrelevant to anybody on the planet uh, that's not super into this. And uh, I'm eager to see what happens. It'd be pretty awesome if there were, you know, some some really big names uh, and, you know, some people that were really brought down by this. But I, I, got, I just am not holding my breath. Um, the simple fact of the matter is, is that the, the judge that's doing this is still alive. So that that to me indicates that uh, Judge Loretta Preska, so I admire her courage, but the fact that she's still there is an indication to me that, uh, you know, there's probably not going to be any names that are too important released in this. So I'm not getting too excited about it, but it's interesting. And uh, speaking of judges, if if Judge Preska is good, uh, I think we have uh, an example of someone on the other side, one of the most corrupt judges in American history, uh, based on the actions that I'm seeing here, uh, judge, uh, what's his name? Erdogan or Engoron, Engron, judge Arthur Engron. Yeah. The guy that's doing the, the Trump, uh, false, uh, the Trump fraud case up in New York with, uh, crooked Letitia James. I mean, this guy is just, uh, the fact that he still has a law license is shocking. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with New York, but this guy, uh, yeah, Trump brings out an expert witness. This is a short version of the story. Trump brings out an expert witness. Expert witness says, hey, you know, uh, Trump's you know, financial statements are solid. You know, they're, they're good. And judge, the judge then says, no, the witness is no good because he got paid. Every expert witness on the planet gets paid. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. This guy's an NYU law professor of accounting. This guy is absolutely, uh, in every sense of the word, an expert. This judge has no right to do this. It's ridiculous. One of the most corrupt things I have ever seen, this Angeron guy, I mean, this guy is just, and he's talked about it. He's going to find a way to get to the, the conclusion he wants to get to. This is the problem with the courts. You got judges shooting to get to the to, to a resolution that they want to see rather than actually following the law and the facts. This guy is a crook in my mind. He he is, 
I, I believe that he's violating numerous uh, code, codes of ethics. You know, I'm not licensed in New York, so I guess I, I don't have much to say on that. But uh, this just seems unethical on every level to me. Uh, and, uh, I mean, this guy should be disbarred and thrown off the bench in my mind. What a crook. All right, last but not least, uh, C.S. Lewis's 77-year-old Christmas sermon warns of post-Christian world that doesn't know right from wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Andrea? I'm thinking that uh, he may have hit that one right on the head. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, here's what he wrote. As for ideologies, the new invented wrongs and rights, does no one see the catch? If there is no real wrong and right, nothing good or bad in itself, none of these ideologies can be better or worse than another. For better moral code can only mean one which comes nearer to some real or absolute code. One map of New York can be better than another, only if there's a real New York for it to be truer to. If there is no objective standard, then our choice between one ideology and another becomes a matter of arbitrary taste. Our battle for democratic ideals against Nazi ideals has been a waste of time, because no one is better than the other, nor can there ever be any real improvement or deterioration. If there is no real goal, you can't get either nearer or farther from it. In fact, there is no real reason for doing anything at all. Guy was brilliant, and I don't think anyone could say it better. All right, folks, support us at TomRens.com. We need 100,000 people, 20 bucks a month, one Starbucks, one Starbucks a week. Uh, go to TomRens.com. Please donate. Rens Law gives and go. Please donate. Get our books, Mod RNA, Why They Matter, and Other Essays. CBDCs, Why They Matter, and Other Essays. Support the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Renz Show. Uh, you know, my buddy Malcolm over there does a great job. He's got a great lineup. Uh, support the show. Support TomRenz.com. Support our books. And uh, watch. We're going to have some real big announcements coming up. So big things coming. We're fighting hard, and we'll continue to do so. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.